Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah. Lili Mishmas, Ivi Marirossi, Rusbas Mordechai. Oh, Rabbi Sai. As you're watching this, I am probably somewhere between Ethiopia and Johannesburg. So the shear is right now uh, 7.15 in the morning. So just this is pre-recorded so that you have this shear on time. And I asked the Ilum, last time I went to Switzerland, it was a little rough. And I got a lot of emails, what's going on? The shear doesn't have the same quality. Cut me a little slack, just a little slack. We're going to try to have the shear on time. But then you have to realize that sometimes it's not 100%. Well, now we get this out of the way. Usually we have a lot of people that take Sidurim away. Okay. So with that being said, Bezer Hashem, we're going to try. I, I do plan on being in the jungle, in the safari where the internet is very, very weak. And hopefully we'll be able to upload the Shurim in proper time. But if not, be moichel and be understanding. We have here an email from Justin Ivry. Please consider leaving the beard on for a few extra days. The lions and Hasidim and I will certainly appreciate the gesture. I'm so glad the Hadris Ponum of NDY is back. Wow. Hope he stays around for the longer this time. A thousand days, Beretzifos. Wow. And he says some interesting things here about Gidu Elio and a thousand straight nights. Besurus Toibes. Hashem, safe travels. Thank you. Over here we have Akiva Solkowitz, I believe. The Oilam is playing baseball. This you could see is in the mountains. Oh, I could actually smell the mountains just by looking at this picture. So it brings back unbelievable memories. The baseball mount, and he's wearing the MDY shirt, of course. And I think even, yeah, MDY cap as well. The boy I, I forgot who this is from, but he claims this might be the youngest good morning or boy of all time. And okay, got the laugh. I hear you guys giggling. And here we go from your fans, Talmidim and future Talmidim at Camp Nagila Midwest. Good morning, boy Hi, Belly. This is from Yankee P. Thanks to you since joining your share from Sechus Megillah. I'm still keeping up with the daf. I have around six blot to do in Yavam. It's beautiful. That's unbelievable. Halavai. Everybody can say the same thing, that they're only missing six daf in Yavam. Many, many people are missing tons of daf in Yavam. And that's okay. We go on. I don't listen to all your shir now, but I do listen to your cheerful good morning and email segment every day. And I go to your shir when I feel that I need your amazing charts to help you understand the daf when I'm stuck. I didn't attend the Siyam and Bellworks, but I did watch it. I was so happy to see that your son Akiv was at the Siyam. I try to have him in mind by davening. I don't know his full name. So I have him in mind. Eli Stefanski's son. Shkoyach. Akiva Simcha Ben Fego. I am writing to you now because due to the magnitude of Yushir, I felt the passing of the Gaivit of Yushalayim, Zechit Tzadim Kosh Levracha, should get some mention. So, in fact, we didn't mention, I think, twice. Once, when I found out during the Shir, I didn't. But this is a good thing that he's reminding. The Gaivit, a Gadol Batayr, a Gadol in our generation, was Nifter this week. You should get some mention. I apologize in advance if you did mention it, and I happen to have missed it, Yankee Rabbi, here we go. The Koilo of the month, anonymous, sponsored. The Schos, all the new people that joined. The Mesechta, sponsored. For my children. The second Parnasah Mesechta is Jeff Razin, my son, Yosef Simcha Chaim, Ben Sarachan Rufu Shleima. Parnasah by the lack of families like New Jersey because Torah is the best. Woo! Parasach Hoydesh, number two. Shrek Chayfitz, RL 149, is a for my family and myself. I'm so this is the game of Arat Sala. Parasach Hoydesh, number three. 
In Yishma Zechari ben Moshe, Paris Achayishna, before Benjamin is the Israel and family in memory of Maris Zaydi, Moshe Menorah, and three cousins. Sarah Klein, Ricky, and Rachel Menorah, and the 12th year outside, the Nishamisha all have an aliyah. It's very hard when I know the people. Right? It's unbelievable. And here's another one that I know very, very well. Paris Achayishna, number five, Dr. Avram Epstein. He lives directly two apartments below me. On the second, I live on the fourth floor, he lives on the second floor. And his wife was such an unbelievable person. She was that smiley bubby that everybody loved. And um, she was nifted very, very suddenly. She had the machla on her tongue. She went in for some treatment. And before you know it, she had some sort of infection. And it was like one day, whoop, next day she was gone. In memory of my precious Southern Belle, wife, mother, and grandmother, Rita Gay Epstein. And the parents of Yoyim. Yair Warner, Lili Nishma Shon Chaim Ben Yaakov. It's hard, it's hard when you know these people. Okay, Rabbi Isai, here we go. We today is Lag Bixubis. Lag, Lamed Gimel, and, and uh, we're holding on the bottom of Lamed Bays, Omid Bays, in the middle of a sugya. Beautiful sugyas here today. So just to recap a little bit, we had a stira between our Mishnah and the Mishnah in. Marcus. In our Mishnah it says that if somebody has relations with his own sister, he has to pay a fine. It's ma'anas, mfata, a fine. In Marcus it says he gets malchus. Which one is it? Is it a fine or malchus? So Ula says that the Pshad is our Mishnah is talking about his sister, but she's a Naira. And therefore there's a fine. The one in Makis, sister, but she's a bigger, she's already older than 12 and a half, and therefore he gets Makis. Rabbi Eichanan says, no, they're both the same age. Both Mishnah is the same age. Just as a difference whether or not they were, the person was warned. If he was warned, you get Malkus. If he wasn't warned, there's no Hasra. Warning is called Hasra. If there's no Hasra, there's no Makis. Okay. So in our Sugi, we're going to be discussing no matter who you go with, whether you go with Rabbi Yochanan or Ula, everybody agrees that you don't get two punishments. At least for now. These two agree that you don't get two punishments. You can only be punished once, either Malkus or a fine. Now, according to Ula, you get the fine and you don't get Malkus. And according to Rabbi Yochanan, you get Malkus and you don't get the fine. And as you look at the top of Lamed Beis and Beis, the top line says, because Ula learns Xer Shavat, Tachas, Tachas. Okay, that we had yesterday. Now, according to Rabbi Yochanan, ask the Gemara of Rabbi Yochanan, Why doesn't Rabbi Yochanan agree to Ula? I mean, Tachas, Tachas is a very famous Xer Shavat throughout Shas. Everybody learns it. There's no argument that it's a valid Xer Shavat. So if so, he should agree to Ula that you pay the fine and you don't get Malchus. Says the Gemara, the reason why he doesn't go with Ula, you always pay. You'd have to pay and not get Malchus. He says that's a big problem. Why is that a problem? The Torah says that you're not allowed to have relations with your sister. The Torah is telling you you get punished. A punishment of the Torah is Malchus. You get whipped. If you're telling me that you never get whipped, you only have to pay, then this whole Pasuk doesn't really belong. Then what's the Pasuk coming to tell me? Anytime there's such a Chamerdeke Isser, it should be Malchus, not paying. So you're uprooting a Pasuk in the Torah. I don't like that, says Rabbi Yechanan. I believe, says Rabbi Yechanan, you, you have to get Malchus and you don't pay. Not like, like Ulu says, you pay and you don't get Malchus. Says the Gemara, top of Lamed Gimel and Alf. What if you hit your friend? I, I really believe everybody has to learn, learn this passage. I had a conversation today with a certain person who was involved in hitting other from people. They didn't agree with them. And I'm like, do you know the Pasuk? It's an Isidai Raisa to hit another Jew. Isidai Raisa. I don't know if everybody is familiar with this. It's not a joke. Here's the Pasuk. 
It's a pasuk about Bezdin giving Malchus to a person. Give him 40 minus 1, it's 39. You can't add even one. Because if you add one, something terrible will happen. Is it there a raisa to hit somebody? The peasant have permission to hit this guy because he's over Navera. But you just smacking another Jew, hitting another Jew, over is it there raisa? It's like eating chazer treif. And sometimes people are not so careful with it. Says the Gemara. So chayva bechavera also. If you pay for hitting your friend. Comes out that this pasuk of Lo Yosef Pen Yosef is bottle. What's going on over there? I I hear something. Okay, Adam Zerim Nami. Another question. Now the famous case of Adam Zerim. You have witnesses that are testifying falsely, and they say so and so. These Adam. Now. Adam that came and, and testified about somebody were found to be liars. They were in another place completely. So whatever they intended to do, that's what we do to them. They intended to extract money from somebody. They have to pay that monetary obligation. They intended to kill somebody. They get killed. Adam's over. Here's the passage. Here's the passage. The Give him Malchus. Now you're saying instead of Malchus, it says in the passage you should hit him. But instead of that, we're giving him a fine. So it comes out that the Pasuk is not necessary. Your Taina, that the Pasuk is not necessary because instead of somebody being with a sister, instead of getting Malchus, he gets paid. He has to pay. That, that means that the Pasuk is, is not in the right place. So to all these other Pesukim, they're not in the right place. They're not saying the right thing. So the Gemara, not a good time. Why? Think about it. Adam come and testify and they say that so-and-so is not a real kind. He's a fake kind. His mother it was a divorcee that shouldn't have been married to the father and therefore he's not a kind, he's a chalot. But those guys, these liars that are saying that, they're Yisrael. You, you can't, what are you going to do to them? You're going to tell them they're not Kayhanim? You have to punish them exactly what they want to do to this guy. You have to punish them. But they're not Kayhanim. You can't make them not, uh, unless they are Kayhanim. You can't make them not. So, what do you do? In that case, you give them Malchus. There is a case of Malchus in Adam Zarim. One case. If the Adim Zayim try to say on somebody that he's not a Kayim, then we give them Malchus. And that's what the Pasuk is coming for. So we have a good reason why the Pasuk says Malchus. Let's keep on going. All three Pesukim we have to answer now. This is also a case when somebody hits his friend. How did I give Malchus? This to me was fascinating. Listen to the story. You believe this? If you hit somebody and it's not worth 25 cents, in other words, you didn't create damage that's not even 25 cents, whatever proof is. Let's, for argument's sake, let's say it's a 25 cents, somewhere around there. Let's say it's a dollar even, a dollar. How's it possible? So Rashi explains. First of all, you didn't depreciate his value. You flicked him in the ear, he didn't become depreciated. He didn't miss any work. Because, right, we have to think about the five things that you have to pay somebody when you hit somebody. When you damage somebody. Nezik, Tsar, Ripui, Shevis, Baishas. Okay, so we went through two of them. You didn't depreciate him. He didn't miss any work. He doesn't need a doctor. He didn't have any Tsar. What about Busha? You flicked him in front of a hundred people. Busha. He was a shaita. Says Rashi. Okay. So it wasn't even damaged at 25 cents. In that case, he gets Malchus. I thought it's fascinating. You hear this? You, you hit a guy very lightly. Instead of giving him the 25 cents of damage, we're going to give you 39 Malchus that are almost as close as death. When we turn the page, Mamish, when we turn the page, is going to say, 
Maybe Malchus is worse, worse than death itself. That's how, bad, that's how bad Malchus is. I would say if a guy flicked somebody in the ear and it was only 25 cents, flick him again. So now you have 50 cents and you won't get Malchus. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's unbelievable. Says Gemara, Okay, so that's where I have a, a pruta by hitting somebody. So our sugya, when he's with his own sister, since he's not paying her a fine or the father a fine, so he should get Malchus. So great. You, Rabbi Yochanan, say, what's your whole taina? I don't want to say like Ula because it comes out that the whole Pasuk, the last words are on Lamed Beis and Beis. Doesn't make sense. It's talking about a case of giving Malchus and according to Ula, there's no Malchus, there's only paying. No, I do have one case of Malchus. Or it's actually a lot of cases. His own sister, but she's already older. So then why doesn't Rabbi Yechon say like Gula? We're going back to the question. He should say like Gula. Then what? That if you have a situation of either receiving lashes or paying, he should pay. Like Gula says, Tachas, Tachas. Says Abai, I can't learn Tachas, Tachas. Tachas is a Shava Mufna. In other words, there's an extra word over there, Tachas. I could use it and use it for Xer Shava. Says Rabbi Yechanan, no, I have something to do with that word. And once I have something to do with that word, it's not extra anymore. If it's not extra, I don't have Xer Shava. So what does he say? Sorry. I need it for Abai. The what? It says in the positive. Tachas Asher'ina, says the Gemara, you pay the 50 because it's instead of what you gave her tsar. In other words, the Pasuk is saying, you pay the fine. The fine of 50 kesef, which is a lot of money, by the way. The fine of 50 kesef is only for one thing. It doesn't account for all the other things on the list. It doesn't account for the boishes of God. Okay, if somebody is violated, she's not going to miss work. She doesn't have to go to the doctor, but she has a lot of embarrassment. She has boishes. She has God. She was depreciated. What about those two things? Does he have to pay for them? Yes. The, that's what the puzzle is coming to say. Tachas. You should know that the money that you're paying doesn't cover everything. It doesn't count for everything. It only counts for one thing. Ino. The tsar. But not for boishes of God. So, okay, so Rabbi Yechanan is a good taina. I need the word tachas, it's not extra for this. What is Ula going to say? How, do I, how does he learn it? He learns it from Rabbi You should give the father of this girl 50 kesef, the enjoyment, the benefit of this maisa is 50. You're paying for your hana. It doesn't account for the, for the embarrassment and the depreciation. I thought it's very interesting. How much is chamish and kesef? Think about it. We say chamish and kesef, chamish and kesef. It's exactly the same amount as a ksuba. It's one year salary. So if you want to say it's $1,500 on the low end. Ramosha Feinstein, what do we say? 20000 I remember. The hana. The enjoyment is worth at least $1,500. It's unbelievable. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Lezer Oimer, Edim Zayimim, Mamayna Mishalmeh, Omilka Leilakim. How does Rabbi Lezer? Rabbi Lezer comes around and says no. How do I know that, let's talk about Edim Zayimim for a second. And there's also Chayvah B'chavere. Okay. Edim Zayimim, again. Two witnesses come forward and they testify saying something about somebody. And they're found out to be liars. The day that they're testifying about that particular day, they were in a safari in South Africa. We have Aiden, there was It's impossible that you saw a murder in Yerushalayim. So says Rebbe Yezer, those Aiden, if they were testifying about a monetary claim and they were found false, they pay and they don't get lashes. They don't get malchus. Why? For another reason. Not like Ula. 
Mishom Delav Bnei Asro He says an unbelievable chaf. It's impossible to warn and give Asro to Adam that are testifying falsely. Omarov, and I'll explain to you why. Teda. When exactly were they warned? Nisribu Amas. When? Nisribu Mikaro. Let's say I tell you, I know that you're about to testify. So I warn you, if you're going to testify falsely, you might be liable to the death penalty. You might be liable to a tremendous fine. Says the Gemara, Amri Ishle. They're going to say, oh, we forgot about it. Why? Because Hasra has to be right before the act. You can't give somebody a warning two days before. Because anybody could say, oi, I forgot. What do you see from here? Very interesting. That a person is believed that he forgot because it actually happens. Why does it happen? Something you're not interested in, you forget about. They say, the Ravad Yosef, who's so famous for knowing Kolatari Kulu Balpeh, knew everything, Balpeh, he couldn't remember his own wife's phone number. He, just, he didn't have the capacity for it. Why? Because he didn't care. If you don't care about something, you forget about it. It doesn't matter how big of an Eloy and photographic memory you have. If you don't care, you don't remember. So in Mela, they could say, we don't remember. So option number one is to, to, to warn them a day before, an hour before, that doesn't work, they don't remember. Nisribu Bishas So what, as they're about to testify in Bezdin, hey, by the way, if you're lying, you're going to die. So what's going to happen? What if they're not lying? Nobody's going to want to testify. They're going to start shaking. Any witness that comes through the door in Bezdin, they're going to walk over to them and say, by the way, if you're lying, you might die. If you're lying, you might have to pay $100,000. If you're lying, okay, you know what? I don't want to testify. Why should I testify? So what are you going to do? Warn them after they already testified in Bezdin. Huh. You, you, they can't take it back. It's too late. Whoa, it's, it's an interesting thing what you're saying, but I have a problem with what you're saying. Says Abaya, what you're saying is wrong. In other words, he's saying that you could do Asra for Edom Zayim, and I'll tell you how, says Abaya. When the Edom Zayim are finished testifying, within a second or two of when they're finished, you start saying you're Asra. Now, Tysus points out, the testimony will only finish after they are finished with their Asra. You see, they finished the Asra. Then they come and warn them. As Tysus, but then they can't take it back anymore because their warning takes 25 seconds. It's too late. Their, their, their testimony already finished 25 seconds ago. They can't. Take it back. They can't recant. The answer is, says Thaisis, no. Their warning and their testimony are attached now. So now, they can take it back after, immediately after the warning. Okay. And we're going to see in a second that Abaya retracts what he just said. I have another Eitzah. They should give the Hasra beforehand, a day before, let's say. What did you say? That people could, could claim, oh, I forgot. Okay, very good. Do hints, do. Uh-huh. You remember? And Rashi says, do it very, very gentle, not to scare them away, in a way that they'll remember there was a Hasra yesterday. No, says Abaya. This which I said, that there is a way to do Hasra, I was wrong. Why? Beautiful. If you're going to tell me that Edim Zayim need to be warned, and if you don't do Asra, you don't warn them, you don't kill them. Says Abaya, it's impossible what you're saying. Why? Because what did the Edim want to do? The Edim, the two witnesses, are liars. They came to Bezin and said, we witnessed this guy murdering this guy. 
So they testified that this guy deserves to die. Did they give him a chance? Did they give him a warning? No, there's no warning. It's a lie. So there's no warning and a lie. And Kashazaba means we do exactly what they intended to do. They intended to kill that guy without a warning. So they should get killed without a warning. So says Abaya, there is no warning. There is no Asra Ba'idim Zayimun. Scratch that whole idea of Asra. And everything makes a lot of sense now. So again, Rebbe Liezer is trying to say that the reason why Edim Zayimun pay and they don't get Malchus because there's no Asra. Okay, so that's Ba'idim Zayimun. Variety, there's no Asra by, by Edim Zayimun. You have to fit into the Pasuk. They have to get exactly what they wanted to do to the other. Ask the Gemara, okay, but what about the case, the one that we had before, the case we had before, that they testify about a Kayin, that he's not a real Kayin, he's a fake, his mother is a divorcee, or... His mother is a chalutza. Instead of doing yibum, she felt her brother-in-law's the he removed, she removed the shoe and she spat the whole thing. But he's possibly kahuna. The Rabbi. Where did we learn? Remember, look at the screen for a second. Where did we learn that? Where did we learn that a ben grusha when an edim zayim say to a grusha, to, to, to a kid that he's a chalal? Where did we learn? That he gets Malchus from this possible. Not from Mikasher Zoman. Not from the possible we just discussed. Your whole raya is that it's Kasher Zoman. You have to do exactly unto him as he wanted, as they intended to do. No, there's another possible. For, for another case, there's another possible. So in that case, this should be Asra. Says the Gemara, Libay Asra. There's one rule when it comes to Adam Zaymimim, regardless if they were testifying that it's a chalal, regardless of testifying that this guy is Chayv Misa. One blanket rule. Mishpat Ashava Likulchem. Rav Shishayo, Breder Avidi Omar, Chayv Bechaveri, Namim Emoidim Shalom Lokulay Now we're talking about beating up your friend, you get a fine, and you don't get Malkis, you don't get lashes. Why? Bach, I have a proof. This is a very, very interesting case. Think about this case to yourself and think what the law should be. This is a case that happens in Chicago every day, five times a day, unfortunately. It's called the drive-by shooting. So, a few of the chevra in the south side of Chicago, they take their guns, they drive by, they try to shoot a certain guy, and they miss. And they hit a nine-year-old kid in the park. Happens every day. Are they chayv? I don't know what the American law is. I don't know. But we have to ask ourselves. They intended to hit this guy and kill him. They missed and they killed this guy. If they killed this guy, they would be chayv misa. Killed this guy? What do you think? Chayv misa or not chayv misa? So the Pesach talks about it. The Pesach says, and this is actually Machlaikis. The public says there were people fighting and they hit, they punched this woman. And she lost her child. They were trying to kill each other. It was a fight. It was a fight to the death. They're trying to kill. They had kavana to kill. At the end, if something happens, you. Okay. So instead of killing this guy, one cheat is, instead of killing him, you try to kill that person, you kill him. <clears throat> there was a, this is a deep one, but maybe if you went to a brisk yeshiva, you'd appreciate this. There was a brisker guy, went to the Rav, and he tells the Rav, that guy wanted to hit me. So the Rav says, how do you know he wanted to hit you? He says, because he hit me. She says, wait, wait, he hit you, so he hit you. He didn't want to hit you. Why are you telling me he wanted to hit you? He says, because I don't have proof that he hit me. But because he hit me, I have proof that he wanted to hit me. 
And I just thought about this over here. He wanted to hit this guy, but he ended up hitting another guy. Fine. A little deep, but okay. Now the Gemara says, what's the case? You can't kill another person without giving him asra. Everything in the Torah, you have to warn them before. So obviously, you warned them. And if I give you asra, this is an interesting shayla, also the Gemara is going to be discussing. If I give you asra on one thing, on Misa, does that include also Malchus? The lesser thing I'm giving, I'm saying, if you do this, you're going to get killed. I'm going to kill you. Bezin is going to kill you. That also includes the lesser Aynish of Malchus. And the Torah says, listen to this. The Torah says, so again, starts out, you're, you have Asura for Misa, which also includes Malchus. And you don't get Malchus, you get to pay. So over here I have a Raya that if you are Chai of Malchus, you hear the Cheshman? I give you Asura for Misa, that includes Malchus, and instead of Malchus, you pay. So you see, if I have two things, I have Malchus, and I have paying, you pay, and you don't get Malchus, like Lula says. Says Ravashi, I ask a question. Who told me? Who said that if I give you a warning for the death penalty, that also includes a much lesser Einish of Malchus. Dilma Maybe it's not true. And if, I, if you're going to say no, you're going to fight with me and say yes, it does include. Who in the world told you, and this is unbelievable, who told you that death is worse or more chamur than Malchus? So you have to ask yourself a question. What would you, what would you uh, by the way, I had an argument with my Chavrusa. What would you prefer? To get lashes, 39 serious lashes where you need a doctor to come in after every lash and see if he can make it to the next one, etc. And then you see the guy can't make it. You let him go for a few weeks. Then he comes back. You have to keep on going. This is serious stuff. That or, I don't know, $20,000. What would you prefer? He said, it's not even a question. Everybody would prefer to take the, the Malchus. I said, no way. So I went around the beast manager. I started asking people. I couldn't believe it. Some people said they prefer the Malchus. Some people said they prefer the, the money. They, they prefer paying the money, not getting Malchus. And some said, no, I prefer getting Malchus, not paying money. Unbelievable. I thought it would be like a given that you just pay. Not Each person on their, on their level, what they can, even if they can't afford let's say they can't afford it. They're not wealthy. But would you take out a loan, a serious loan, to avoid that pain? No. I'd rather take the pain. I don't want to pay. Okay. Says the Gemara, Masculine Rashmikan, the Musra Dabba, yeah. Intuslamidava, we might the Misakamura. Okay. Yeah. How do I know that it's more Khamar to die? Dimul Makas Kham. It needs explanation. Oh, I gotta gotta do the thingy here. Hold on. Sponsored by Moshe Horn in honor of Zach the Rock Rockman and Lenny Lerner CPA and Yanko Cohen, the official MDA, MDY MSP, and Huri Newman in honor of myself. Ishkayach. Says the Gemara, listen to this. The famous who were told to bow to the, the idol, and they said, No, they said, No, they said, Okay, we're going to throw you into the, into the fire. They threw them into the Kifshan and they were saved miraculously. But says the Gemara, listen to this to give up their life, they were willing. However, If they would beat them, they, they wouldn't be able to withstand the beatings. That's what the Gemara says. Giving up their life, they would be willing, but not taking a beating. There's a very interesting Shiloh. If somebody tells you that they'll torture you, Unless you do have a desire. If somebody puts a gun to your head and says, do have a desire or I'll kill you, you got to take the bullet. But what if he says, I'll torture you? Says Taisvis, and it brings a ride from Rebbe Kiva. The Rebbe Kiva 
wanted to die al Kiddush Hashem and they were torturing him. Can't imagine the torture. Hot combs of metal combs going through his, just ripping his skin apart before he died. His neshama went out with such yisur. So says Taisis, it's just like a bullet. You have to take the torture. But says Taisvis, if they had to take the torture, so how can Chanayim Mishlov not take the torture? The Gemara says, no, they would, they would do that by the Zara. So how would, would Chanayim Mishlov do that by the Zara? You're supposed to take the torture. Says Taisvis, because we're not talking about true Avad Zara. We're talking about a, what is it called? Um, you know, like in Baghdad, they had of Saddam Hussein uh, a statue. It was a statue of the king. It wasn't Avad Zara of the king, it was to give him honor. And even for that, they were makbed to be thrown into the kifshan Fakert, You think that they were on a lower level. They were on a very high level. They were willing to give up their life. They felt it's not honorable to bow even to a statue, not out of a But if they would be tortured, then they would bow. Because it's mutter. Only Rav Sam Breder Rav Asi Rav Ashi. Rav Sam Breder Rav Asi Rav Ashi. Veloi Shani Lach. Bein HaKosh Yesh LaKitzvah LaKosh Yem LaKitzvah. Says, so he asks a beautiful question. What's the tushtel? What do you bring me a right from Hanani and Mishal Vazari? They're being tortured. They say, I read it in a few places, that to stay alive in the concentration camp was harder to, than to die. So many people wanted to die. They just threw themselves on the, on the, bar, on the, on the electric fence and that was it. They got rid of their... To, the, the will to live was harder than the will to die. In other words, there's so much torture, there's so much pain going on that it's, it's hard to live. That's why Mechanai Yimshol Azariah doesn't say that there's a limit to the torture. They said, we're going to torture you until you bow to the, to the idol. So maybe they didn't have to because it was unlimited. But Mechatei that if you know for a fact it's only 39 whips, that's it, there's a limit. So death is 100% worse than that. How can you compare death to only 39 whips? It's not like in the lager where it's a, a million whips. It's only 39. Anybody remember where we just had that word? We had it in the studio where the guy said, I'll rent you my donkey, but you can't go through with his water. We just had it. Maybe a week ago or so. Now, says, ask, ask the Gemara. According to the Mandalmar, like we discussed before, when you try to kill this man and instead you kill this woman, we're talking about mamish killing and you deserve to die for that. Great. But according to the Rebbe, it says, you don't lose your life. If you didn't intend to kill that person, you only intend to kill somebody else, they don't take your life for that. Then you have to pay... So, if this woman didn't die, so you have to pay for her baby, whatever the value of the baby was. If she dies, you pay for the woman. That's without Hasra. But if there was Hasra, then you do get Malchus and you don't pay. So you see that you do get Malchus. In a case where you have the two options, like and Mishalem, until now we're saying the whole time, here's a raya that you pay, you pay, you don't get, over here you see, you should get Malchus. According to Rebbe, it would be a problem. Michael and Meymar. Elom Rebbe Yaakov bin Aharp, Goy, Mishmid, Rovo, Mahacho. Im Yoko Bissal, Vachutz, Al Mishantun, Veniko Hamaka. Somebody beat somebody else up. And he survives the beating. He's able to walk on his own strength. Guess what? The guy that beat him up is clean. In other words, he doesn't have to die. You don't kill him. Ask the Gemara. We're trying to prove something. What? You had a half a minute of somebody beat somebody up? We kill him? Even though the other guy just got up on his own strength and walked away? Ella. So what's shot in the passage? We put him in a jail. You see, they used to have jails. They used to lock people up. We wait to see. If his victim dies at the end, so he killed the guy. He killed the guy 
you kill him, but if he doesn't die, he should pay whatever he has to pay, the damages. What's the case? Again, the same kind of svara, we're doing chazara here. If, if there was no hasra, you can never kill somebody without hasra. I have to apologize to the guy that, 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 that said, just an interview, he said that it's uh, Hadras Potem. Maybe it, it's just itchy. What do you do? I don't know. So, uh, I guess when it grows in, it's, uh, we have to wait another few weeks. Okay, fine, we'll try. No. Said, no. Of course, you can't kill somebody without a sro without warning. So it has to be that there was a warning. Mamish, like we said before, word for word. And the hasra for the Misa is also hasra for the Malchus. And if you have Malchus and you have money, you pay and you don't get Malchus. Who told you? The same question we had a second ago. So we're just doing a Chazara over here. Freebie. How do you know that if I give you Hasra on Misa, that also includes Malkus? And if you say yes, it does include like we had the top of the page, the first word on the top of Omid Bey's. Who told you that death is more severe than Malkus. They were trying to talk about it, what exactly, what it means, and etc. But okay, we're not going to get into it. They threw themselves into the fire, but they wouldn't take the torture. Great. It's word for word. Don't you see the difference between unlimited punishment to a limit of 39? Oh, now a new question. As for Mari, how do you know that we're talking about that he did it willingly? And therefore, when the Apostle says Vinika and he's clean from the death penalty, you're asking me, it doesn't make any sense. A guy beats somebody up and Vinika, Miktala, let's go back. Vinika, Miktala. How do you know the word Vinika means he's clean and he, from death? Dilma Bishaygi. Maybe talking about over here that somebody killed somebody else by mistake. He had no idea. He was swinging a, a sword and he killed somebody by mistake. Vinika and his potter, Migalos. You were asking me, how is it possible? Only three minutes? Okay. How is it possible that the guy walked away? You beat him up and he walked away and you chayev misa? No, we're talking about you, you, uh, there was a half minute you'd be chayev to go to Ari Miklot. Here, check out this puzzle. You have to build cities for people to escape when they kill other people by mistake. You should be able to escape there so that the Goyal Adam, the relatives, don't kill the killer even though he did it by mistake. It says at the end of the Pasuk, Bishgaga. If somebody kills somebody by mistake, he goes to the Arim Mikla. Now that, there's no Malchus. Uh, I mean, there's no Asra. Vinika, Miktala, Dilma Bishayki, Vinika, Migalas. Okay. Kasha, you're right. I don't know. Rishlokish, Omar, now. Very good. We're going back as we started this year. That there's a contradiction in the Mishnahis. Our Mishnah says that somebody who's with his sister pays a fine. And the Mishnah in Marcus says that he gets Malchus. This interesting uh, story about a fine, just to finish off over here. And I'm not paskening, and I'm not saying this is a good story, not a good story. Everybody asked the rabbi, because I don't know what Allah is exactly in this story. And I don't want to promote this kind of behavior, but I thought it was an interesting story. There was... A guy driving down to the mountains, to the country, just saw a picture. And a non-Jew was at the side of the street, he asked for, he was hitchhiking. So he decided to stop for him. Why? I have no idea. Takes him in. And then, as they continue driving, no, he didn't get killed in the middle of the way. He gets pulled over by a cop for speeding. The cop writes him a ticket. A knas. He was a knas. So... They keep on driving. 
And as the, the Jew stops for the non-Jew to get out of the car, the non-Jew says, I have a gift for you. And he gives him the entire booklet of the tickets. He says, here's your, here's your ticket. You have nothing to worry about. I pickpocketed the cop. Here, it's all yours. So the guy goes through it and he sees different Jewish names in there. So he starts calling up these people. He says, don't pay the ticket. You don't have to pay the ticket. I have your ticket. It's in my hand. Anyways, I don't know what the Allah has, if that's okay. If it's legal, not legal, it's, it's, probably, it's probably problematic. But I thought it was a, a cute story of a kanas. Anyway, says the Gemara. Yeah. So Shlokish has another answer to, to, to resolve this, this um, what does it say over there? <laughs> oh, it's times of. <laughs> I was reading it also. M-E-S up. But the T-I was outside of the screen. Okay, Gishmai. Whew, I thought I messed up. I probably did, but you wouldn't know. <clears throat> says the Gemara. Rishlokish Omar. How many remain? So again, we have a contradiction. Our Mishnah says that he only pays. He only he pays a fine. The Mishnah Maka says he gets Malkus. Which one is it? Guess what Rishlokish says. It's both. It's not a contradiction. He has to pay a fine and he gets Malkus. How many remain? Domar loyko b'shalim. Eidim zayimim pay both. So, he should be chayiv if a person is with his own daughter, he's chayiv misa, he should also pay the fine. Maybe I'll say, this is the famous concept of check out the screen. Oh, he missed it. This is one track. What's the case of Kamal? Sometimes I like to ask people, younger kids usually, when I talk to them about the daf, my, my, my favorite go-to is, what does Kamalei B'dirabimine mean? Okay, Kamalei B'dirabimine means, so we had it before. If a person, let's say, kills somebody with a knife, and as he's killing him, he cuts his jacket. So because you are liable to the death penalty, for killing a person, you don't have to pay for the jacket. That would be the, whether or not, yes, I'm not going into the details. Let's just say that's the case, or that's the halakha. If I'm liable for a major punishment, I don't, I don't get the smaller punishment. So Remeir is going to say, since this father who's with his own daughter, this Chayv Misa, he gets the death penalty, so he doesn't pay the small fine of 50 shekel, uh, you know, $2,000. But when it comes to getting Malchus, lashes, then he does pay. He does pay. Okay, so we have the famous case. A guy that steals an ox or a sheep, and he does one or two things. After he steals it, he shechts it, or he sells it. So if it's an ox, he pays five, and if it's, it's a sheep, he pays four. So the famous Gemara, why does, he, why does he only pay four? Check out this picture. Because when you steal a sheep, you have an embarrassment. You have a busha. You put it on your shoulder and you carry it. That carrying, the Torah has Rahmanas on you. It gave you a reduction in the fine. You only pay four times the amount. But a larger animal, like, a, like an ox, you don't carry it. So therefore, you pay the full fine of five. Great. So again, guy steals a sheep. He's a Ghana. At that point... He has to pay double, kefil. But if he shechs the sheep, he pays four times, uh, four times the amount. But this all happened on a Shabbos. So this is a case of Kamal Ibn Rabbi. Why? On Shabbos, if you shech an animal, taking out an animal's neshama, chayiv misa. So if you're chayiv misa, as you're cutting the, the neck of the animal, that makes you liable to death penalty. So you should be potter for the four times the amount of the animal. You only get one punishment, not two. However, guess what Ramayur says? The same case, but he shechted it, 
for the sake of Avedizara. So once again, it's Chayv Misa. God of Shara Niskal, this is an axe that's doomed to die because he killed another human being or he's involved in bestiality. Mary says, not only does he get the death penalty, he also has to pay four or five times. So you see that he's not concerned. There's no comment with the Rabbinah. The Chacham Poitrin says, okay, that's not a cash. Rabbi Yaakov, 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 Rabbi you shechted the animal, so you're chayiv misav shechting. Who pays the four or five? I do. I'm the ganav. I stole. I pay the four or five. What's the obvious question? How is it possible that you shechted an animal and I pay a fine? There's no such thing as sending a messenger to do an avera. There is. In this case, there is. It's, look at the possum. What should it say? What's I? Extra word. Or, it should say, with a base. What is, what's instead of the shor? That's extra word also. So one man says, Sorry. So one shot is without the extra word. In order to sell something, you need two parties. You need a seller and a buyer. So selling is done with somebody else. So the more learns a drasha. It could be shechted by another person. The very small tana. I from the extra word. The rabbi says The how is it possible that a messenger could do more than the guy that sent him? You hear the cash? It's an unbelievable cash. A messenger could do almost as much as me, usually less than me, but sometimes as much as me. How can a messenger do, do even more than me? I myself am not capable of shechting an animal on Shabbos and being chayev four times. Why? Because I get the death penalty, so I can never pay the four or five. But he could. So how is it possible that he could do it and he's chayav four or five? says Gemara, no, beautiful svara. Listen to this logic. The guy that the, the guy that stole, he is chayav four or five. Just we don't make him pay it. You hear what's going on here? The guy that stole it, he is chayiv the four and five, and he's chayiv misa. So we tell him, okay, we'll only give you one out of the two, but you're chayiv both. Just as a special halacha that says you can only get one out of the two. It's not pshat that he's not chayiv at all the four or five, and the messenger is chayiv four or five. No, he's chayiv four or five, just he doesn't get to pay it. Should we continue? Uh, okay, fine. Rabbi Isai, have a wonderful day and a wonderful Benazmanim. And Be'ez Hashem, we'll see you tomorrow straight from the safari. Have a great day.